Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Fort McMurray Matters. Keeping you connected to our community. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. Welcome back to another episode of Fort McMurray Matters. I'm Adam Ophis, and today we're talking with Delaney Davio, a business agent with the International Union of Operating Engineers, the local union, 955. So to just uh, start us off here, Delaney, uh, let us know just who you are and what it is you do. Thanks, Adam. Uh, like the generous introduction, my name is Delaney Davio. I got my start in the the trades, the unionized world as a welder. I am a Red Seal journeyman welder who is now a business agent for Local 955, the OEs. I have some experience in oil and gas, uh, equipment operating, and now have the privilege to represent our, our nearly 12,000 members. Fantastic. And see, so what we are here to talk about, a very specific thing that's coming up uh, relatively soon, March 8th, uh, it's coming up, and that is International Women's Day. So just to, in case someone's like, what is this? What are you talking about? Like, what do we do? Uh, what is International Women's Day? To me, and I'll, I'll start with that, International Women's Day is an opportunity for us to reflect as society on how far the women's movement has come. Um, everything from voting rights to um, the continual fight for equal pay, um, the opportunities that are available and ever expanding to women and also an opportunity for us to reflect and look how far we still have to go. Okay, yeah, so it's great you mentioned that because I wanted to say like it seems like like my point of view on the matter is is obviously clouded. Like I can't see where these issues are from being uh, a guy. Uh, so are these issues still around? Like do they still exist? Absolutely. So um, in a unionized environment where as a working adult is the environment I've always worked in, that was a very strategic choice. In a unionized environment, women are paid equal to their male counterparts for the same job, for the same level of experience. I know in non-union sectors that isn't the case. Um, there is anywhere, depending on the research you look at, from $1.50 to a $5 difference in the construction industry alone in the wage gap between male and female employees. So, um, I definitely think there is a long way to go. We need more representation in leadership positions, management roles, and in the greater positions that exist within workplaces. And so just to even speak specifically, because your background is trades and uh, uh, the trades industry, pretty big here in Fort McMurray. Is there difficulty or a bias for women trying to, to get into the trades specifically? I think so. I think it still exists. I think um, there isn't a, it's not a one-stop 
um, solution to these matters either. Um, I think that even my friends, my colleagues have had to, if there's a Samantha, for example, on her resume, she'll write Sam um, to increase the opportunities of, of getting an opportunity. I think that it really depends on the on the sector you're trying to get into. Um, construction is tough, but I do feel that the the waves and the the tables are turning. Um, it is more inclusive. You see all the time, um, particularly in my position as a business agent, employers getting better workplace policies, um, inclusion policies, harassment policies, and really practicing what they preach. I think that's one of one of the big obstacles is, you know, what what a company, an employer may put on paper isn't always practiced to the full length, but we are seeing a change, absolutely. And for some of these workplaces, as, uh, trades for instance, is there, because women and men, like we do have our differences physically, obviously, like we are uh, men and women, like are there some complaints saying that women need to be or have to be or should be treated differently in that job? Like, should there be some differences like in treatment? I think as far as treatment goes, I, I am somebody that believes that when you're hired for a position, um, you are required to fulfill those requirements. However, I do believe that there are minor changes that can be made to to accommodate um, a female employee, whether that's having PPE uh, that properly fits, that is size inclusive. So I would say that in my experience and my fellow sisters out there, nobody's looking for special treatment in any way, shape or form, but the different issues that you know women do face and even coming to childcare, for example, typically if a child is sick, it is the mom's position to stay home from work. And in a construction environment, that can be seen as, you know, a downfall to having a female employee. But the reality is, is the people making those decisions would also lean on their partner. So I think an understanding of women's roles in families and making sure that that's accommodated. So something as small as making sure there's proper fitting gloves to understanding a woman's role in the home as well, and not holding that against her. I'm glad you brought up the family role. I had that later down, but now that you brought it up, I want to talk about that too. And and let's say if a woman is applying for a job or have recently joined a, uh, a job, if they're scared to tell the employer that either A, they're pregnant, uh, looking to get pregnant, or maybe even they have kids, like is there like a fear for women to tell their employers that? Absolutely. And it's kind of ironic that you bring that up because that's something I was dealing with just recently. So number one, I want everyone to know that it is not appropriate and not allowed for an employer to ask you um, your family or marital status when it comes to that. So make sure that you, you know your rights when it comes to asking what questions an employer is asking. And I, I know that Throughout, I'm, I don't have children, but throughout my career, I have had coworkers and sisters that either are family planning or are pregnant, and it, it is a big concern. You know, number one, a concern for the health of their pregnancy, how particular job or trade or environment will affect the, um, the pregnancy. So 
it's definitely something that's always top of mind. And you're more than supported by legislation, employment standards, your union, if you're a unionized worker, can always support you. But I definitely think that being honest and being firm on your position and your intentions goes a long way. So know your rights, make sure you practice them. And if you're having difficulties, seek assistance. Great advice for sure. We're just going to take our first break here in Fort McMurray Matters. But when we get back, we're going to continue chatting with Delaney Davio uh, to discuss International Women's Day that's taking place on March 8th. We'll return in a moment to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. We're back with Fort McMurray Matters. If you missed out, we're actually chatting with Delaney Davio, the business agent with Local Local Union 955. And we're talking about International Women's Day, which is coming up right around the corner here on March 8th. Now, Delaney, I wanted to talk about harassment in the workplace and and for women having to deal with that. uh, How do they go about, well, first of all, recognizing it and how do they report it or who do they report it to? Absolutely. So I'll speak to my experience in a unionized environment. Um, We have job stewards. So a job steward is somebody that is a representative of their business agent or of their union that is on the job site. Um, So number one, I would advise to have a conversation with that representative. Let them know what's going on. If you don't work in a unionized environment or there isn't a job steward readily available, I would absolutely go to your supervisor. These these items can be very sensitive, can be very nerve-wracking, um, even intimidating. And so, you know, a lot of times you would say, oh, go to the person and make an attempt to try and make amends. But sometimes that just isn't possible. And let's be honest, not everyone has that personality type. So definitely ensure that it is formally documented, number one, um, when it comes to investigations, documentation is very important. And hold your employer accountable to that. They have a responsibility to provide you a safe, welcoming and inclusive workplace, and they should be doing nothing less. Um, If you are outside of a union environment, um, there are paths you can take. But I think above anything else, I would advise you to join a union. And and for a, a woman in the working world as well, how does she know what is deeming as harassment? Because maybe the individuals are saying, oh, well, I'm just kidding. How do they know like that it is worth right. reporting? I think number one, the easiest thing to do is there's so much information online, um, number one. So, you know, whether it's in the, the privacy of the bus headed out to site or when you get home, if you have anything, you can always look up um, through employment standards. OHS has a lot of information as to what the definition of harassment is. But more than anything, if you feel uncomfortable, a line has been crossed and Quite frankly, in 2022, coworkers, employees are more than familiar with what what harassment looks like to the point of it does not have to be direct. If there are two coworkers sitting in front of you on the bus that it, are having a conversation that makes you feel uncomfortable, 
that does qualify. And of course, you know, there is a bit of um, grit and determination that and, you know, just overall judgment on what what you feel is going to cross the line. And that line is going to be different for everybody, you know, so really dig deep um, and don't tolerate anything that doesn't make going to work feel good. To kind of go back to International Women's Day coming up on March 8th, and and I know we kind of touched on it, but what does that day mean? Like, where where does this take us? Where's the next steps? Yeah, that's a, that's a great question, Adam. I hope that on International Women's Day, everybody reflects on, on the bigger picture. You know, um, to me, International Women's Day isn't about, you know, going out for dinner or, or getting a bouquet of flowers. To me, it's about seeing the people I'm surrounded by in my personal life, in my work life, um, make, make another commitment, reaffirm their commitment to ensuring that we continue to progress, that we keep fighting for equal pay, that we see childcare as a, as an obstacle to getting more women in the workforce. You know, um, me and one of my sisters, one of my coworkers, we are the two, um, first female business agents with local 955 and on International Women's Day and every day I look to ensure that we are not the last and I think just reaffirming the commitment to keep moving forward and um, until everybody has a seat at the table the work isn't done. Very well said. Uh, Delaney, we're just going to take our last break here in Fort McMurray Matters. But when we get back, we're going to continue chatting about a big day coming up on March 8th, and that is International Women's Day. We'll return in a moment to Fort McMurray Matters. Brought to you by Colin Hartigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7. We are back with Fort McMurray Matters, and today we're talking with Delaney Davio, a business agent with local union 955, and we're talking about International Women's Day. Now, before the break, we were kind of talking about uh, various you know, struggles and efforts that women are going through and have gone through in the past. Now, I want to ask you, Delaney, where do you see women's rights or International Women's Day or just this issue in general? Where do you see this in the future? Well, I'll start with um, the the professional world I'm in, in construction. Um, the um, percentage of women that make up the construction industry sits anywhere between 3 and 5%, depending on the studies you're, you're looking at. Um, I think that until we are seeing um, year after year growth, that we're just not making the mark. We need big policy change that not only opens up doors, but also holds, holds organizations accountable. You know, um, I mean, even if you look at the, the political landscape, um, we're, we're always improving um, on the amount of, you know, female candidates that are, that are stepping forward. Um, and I think that's something that we all should be considering when we go to places like the ballot box. Are we representing and are we electing a whether it's you know a council or politicians that reflect society women make up again depending on the study you look at 50 to 51 percent of the population 
it should be reflected everywhere we look. And until that happens, we got we just have to continue committing ourselves and informing the next generation on sticking to the course. And that's interesting you say that too, because is there, do you see a time where people kind of like brush their hands like we did it? Uh, we're done. Like what, what does that day look like? You know, I've, I've said in the past, I've said on um, uh, sisters committees and groups within um, unionized construction that look at these issues and don't get me wrong. That would be, that would be a great day to be able to kick back and say, you know, our work here is done, but I don't think that we would be doing a, a service to future generations. I think that, um, history does have a way of repeating itself, and that's something we have to be mindful of. Um, I think that a constant awareness of inclusion, um, reflecting on minority groups, um, and ensuring minority groups are included within that category of women. Um, yeah, I don't think at this time, I don't think I'm I'm there yet to even know what that would look like. I think that the work needs to continue, and in order to ensure that it continues, it has to always be a part of the conversation. So, looking back, what point kind of made a a younger Delaney Davio get into trying to be an to be an advocate for women's rights? What what made you go that route? Well, I, I'm the oldest of three girls. Um, you know, it's funny. I'm My mom has said before that when she had three daughters, you know, she thought she'd have someone to do her hair and maybe do her nails. And um, that isn't the case. One of my sisters is a heavy equipment operator in Fort McMurray. Um, I myself am a, I'm a welder. And I think I've just always been empowered even by my own mom, who's always been in the work in the workforce and my dad who you know always made it very clear I could do anything anybody else did and encouraged me and you know I I met uh, a woman at a rodeo once in Grand Prairie and she told me she was a welder's helper and talked about how um, you know how much flexibility her job offered her and the financial freedom it offered her and that all sounded great but i didn't want to be the helper i wanted i wanted to be the welder and i think getting into a male dominated industry at 18 years old is really what made me realize that there are differences that need to be overcome some challenges that need to be overcome and you know i suppose selfishly um i knew those changes would would benefit me and now as um, a business agent somebody that gets to advocate on behalf of workers um, my sisters have a special place in my heart because i know i know what they go through and that's not to say that you know workplaces and employers don't um, have good intentions but there's still work to do and i think i'm always up for the challenge that's great to hear. Yeah, it's one of those things where you're like, you know what? Who better off to do it than me? I know what I want, and let's do it. And no, you're definitely allowed to be selfish on that. Why not? <laughs> We're always allowed to. And just to kind of end us off here as well, uh, if you would like to just say one uh, one more thing, maybe just uh, that we may have missed, or just a final plug for everyone to, I don't know if celebrate's the right word for International Women's Day, but just to kind of be aware of what uh, that day's about. Absolutely. I think... Um, as a final note, I'd just like to 
I'd just like to everybody to take some time on International Women's Day. Um, look around in whether that's your personal life or your professional life and, and see what you can do to um, help a sister, help help a woman that you're seeing. Um, having an ally goes a long ways. And um, being a support person, whether that's just emotionally, if someone's having a having a tough day, or in the very least, acknowledging the challenges that are out there and reaffirming yourself to looking for a solution. Well, fantastic. Thank you very much, Delaney, for joining me today. I do really appreciate you coming on and just chatting with us about this very important topic. Thank you, Adam. I really appreciate it. Happy International Women's Day. And a huge, huge thank you to Delaney Davio uh, with Local Union 955 for joining us today to talk about International Women's Day that's taking place on March 8th. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today on Fort McMurray Matters. But if you missed it and you want to hear more, you can head to our website, mix1037fm.com, where a fresh episode of the podcast is uploaded every day. Just click on the news section. I'm Adam Ophis. I will chat with you again tomorrow. That's the end of another edition of Fort McMurray Matters. Want a copy of this episode or any past episode? Download the podcast at mix1037fm.com. Brought to you by Colin Hardigan of Coldwell Banker Fort McMurray, Cooper & Company Law Firm, and Fort McMurray Orthodontics on Mix 103.7.